Well, hello and welcome to the Jazz Focus. My name is John Clark. Thank you for joining us again. Welcome if it is your first time. And those of you who are regular devotees of this podcast know that we explore the highways and byways and cobwebby corners of jazz recorded history. And today, we're going to go into a special, an especially cobwebby corner. Uh, I'm calling this Southside Jazz Number 1 because I plan to have at least one more coming after this at some point. Now, this is referring to the South Side of Chicago, which was the African-American uh, area in the 1910s and 20s. It uh, was a very fertile area for music and African-American culture, a lot of... Uh, uh, immigrants immigrants from uh, New Orleans and different parts of the Black South came to Chicago seeking a, uh, a better uh, part of life and more work and so forth and all part of the great immigration in uh, 19 early 1900s up until really the middle 1930s. So we're going to be listening to a series of recordings made by musicians you probably haven't heard of, but these fit very nicely into the context of black jazz of the 1920s. There are a couple of familiar names in here, but not too many. These were often one-off recording sessions uh, that uh, happened during... different uh, tours of, of bands. Probably most of these musicians were associated with the Black Vaudeville and uh, maybe even tent show circuits at the time. And there's a sort of a, a, a tincture of show business to a lot of these players, in addition to the good jazz feeling that we're going to hear. So we're going to start out with two tunes by uh, the group that was billed as the Vicksburg Blowers. And these were recorded for Janet in 1927, March 30th of 1927. And the leader, or the titular leader anyway, was a fellow named Ernest Mike Michael, M-I-C-H-A-L-L, or some variant of the spelling. He was a clarinet player who had some novelty effects to his clarinet uh, sound, but really was a pretty good technician. I don't know anything about him. I don't know if he played in dance bands in Chicago or possibly was a, a theatrical entertainer like Wilton Crawley or some of the novelty clarinet players who appeared on stage in, in the black theaters in Chicago and throughout the, the Southwest and South. Anyway, he plays clarinet. Sterling Payne, who shows up on some dance band records at the time on alto sax, a, an unnamed violin player, a lot of unnamed players today we will find, Troy Snap on piano, and Furman Tap on uh, banjo in this case. So a good kind of a uh, novelty jazzy orchestra here. And they're going to play two tunes, the Monte Carlo Joys and Twin Blues. Twin Blues was subtitled or parenthetically titled Beans and Greens, so we have a little bit of a southern influence there. Some good uh, playing and some good rhythmic and energetic playing by all the principals. Then we're going to go to a similar group doing two tunes, the Toledano Street Blues and Jellero Morton Sidewalk Blues. And these were put out under the name of Ernest Mike Michael and his New Orleans Boys. I don't believe he was from New Orleans, but the name had some cachet at the time. Again, we're going to have Michael on clarinet, Sterling Payne on alto sax, Troy Snap on piano, and Furman uh, Tap, or Tup, as it is sometimes said, on drums in this case. And uh, we have Archie Anderson on violin, and possibly he was the violinist on the other set as well. These were done for Janet on July 19th of 1927. Actually, Sidewalk Blues was July 19th, and uh, Toledano Street Blues was July 24th. Toledano Street Blues was also called the Lazy Bone Blues in some issues, and Sidewalk Blues, it is indeed Jellero Morton's tune, was called the Embarrassment Blues on some of them as well. So we can see that these um, are an interesting little group. I don't know if this group uh, did live performances or not, but it's largely the same group recording... uh, in uh, about four months apart, I suppose, from March 30th to July 19th. So following that, we're going to do two tunes by a band called uh, Thomas's uh, Devils. Thomas Devils. And these were led by the trumpet player Cicero Thomas, who was a marvelously hot trumpet player, as we will hear on these. He had played with several dance bands in uh, Chicago. He actually made some recordings with Walter Barnes' Royal Creolian Orchestra and was responsible for some of the solos on that, and you'll enjoy his playing. And uh, a fellow named King Mutt, who uh, appears from time to time on different recordings on clarinet, and an unnamed piano, bass, and drums with a vocal by a fellow named Dave Cross. These were recorded for Brunswick in Chicago on March 12th of 1929, and the two tunes that we're going to hear are Show is Hot and Boot It Baby, Show is Hot and Boot It Baby by Thomas Devils. 
So those are our tunes for the first set. The Vicksburg Blowers, featuring Ernest Mike Michael on clarinet, Monte Carlo Joys, and uh, Twin Blues, the Ernest Mike Michael uh, New Orleans Jazz Boys on Toledano Street Blues and Sidewalk Blues, and Thomas Devils on Show Is Hot and Boot It Boy. <laughs> Thank you. 
Well, boys, this is Papa Bullfrog's wedding day. Let's get full of wine, whiskey, gin, and beer, because it sure is hot. Way down south in Arkansas, Bullfrog married his mother-in-law. She what a time. Uncle Joe, he killed a beef, cooked it up for a barbecue meat. You should have heard just what they said. Baby, that meat is hot, can't you understand? Baby, that meat is hot, it's good for any man. Two flappers tried some off this meat, it was hot, it can't be beat. Baby, that meat is hot, can't you understand? Now the grasshopper flew in the middle of the road, told them slicks put on that clothes. We're going to have a good time. All them turtles fell in line, told them toad frog, get behind. We're going to drink beer, whiskey, gin, and wine. Baby, something else is hot, can't you understand? Baby, something else is hot, it's good for any man. Oh, diddly runs a moonshine giant, sells his moonshine, 50 cents a pint. Oh, pint, baby, can't you understand? Good. 
it that way. Oh, that place, don't get it, cause it always pays. The girls all like you when you dress fine. When you start moving, kindly take your time. Look, don't count, boy, not make the hit. Oh, do this So there's some good, spirited, if relatively anonymous, jazz being played in the 1920s in Chicago on the South Side. African-American performers, as far as we know anyway, all doing these recording sessions. We started out with the two tunes, the Monte Carlo Joys and the Twin Blues, recorded for Janet on March 30th of 1927 by the Vicksburg Blowers. And the personnel seems to shift around on these dates considerably. Uh, on clarinet, Ernest Mike Michael is credited, and the clarinet playing on uh, the second tune, the Twin Blues, certainly sounds like the playing from the later session that we, or the next session that we're going to hear that definitely has Ernest Michael. On alto sax, we have Sterling Payne. Neither one of them appears together on either of these tunes. The clarinet is on Twin Blues, and the alto on Monte Carlo Joys. And I don't know if. Uh, maybe Mike Michael played alto on that, or if it was indeed Sterling Payne. Both of those tunes end kind of inconclusively in a weird, sort of out-of-key ending. I guess it was intended um, in its own way. It's kind of effective. And then we had a violin somewhere in there. Occasionally, he may have dropped in and out, who might have been Archie Anderson. Troy Snap on piano and Furman Tap on banjo. So... There you go. Those uh, interesting performances, a little bit of novelty uh, that might have come out of the African-American minstrel stage. The clarinet player Michael might have been an older player who we conjecture may, whose career may have gone back uh, to the early 1910s in the pre-jazz era. Who knows? So then we heard Ernest Mike Michael and his New Orleans boys from July 19th of 1927 and July 24th of 1927, also for Janet, the uh, Toledano Street Blues, which was July 24th also known as the Lazy Bone Blues, Mike Michael and clarinet, Sterling Payne on alto sax, they do appear together on this recording, Anderson on violin, Troy Snap on piano, and Furman uh, Tap or Tup, listed in Rust discography as drums, D indeed it was banjo on that, um, we heard that, and then we heard the Embarrassment Blues, which was the Jelly Roll Morton Sidewalk Blues from July 19th. And these recordings were also issued on Paramount as by King Brady's Clarinet Band. So those appeared that way. Um, there's some possibility that Tiny Parham was the piano player on these as well. Uh, the uh, Sidewalk, or rather the... Uh, uh, Toledano Street Blues came uh, was issued on a Tiny Parham CD as well. Again, a little bit hard to untie all of these different things. And then we finished up with those two tunes by uh, Thomas's Devil, Cicero Thomas, very hot trumpet player, as we just heard, uh, doing two tunes featuring a vocals by... Um, Dave Cross, who certainly sounded like a theatrical vocalist in that case, recorded for Brunswick on March 12th of 1929. Show is Hot and Boot It Baby, or I Boot It Boy, I should say. Cicero Thomas on trumpet, Dave Cross on um, vocal. King Mutt is credited on clarinet. King Mutt, at least sometimes, was a pseudonym for the clarinet and saxophone player Arnett Nelson, who was very well recorded or often recorded in the 1930s with some of the party blues bands, but apparently he was born in the 1890s himself, so his career went back, and he was um, pseudonymously credited as King Mutt. He even uh, did his own recording session under that name. Uh, who the rest of the band is, we don't know. There's been some conjecture. It might have been Klein Tyndall on piano and Tommy Taylor on drums. They were both musicians who played with the Sammy Stewart Orchestra, and we're going to be hearing from them, or at least Klein Tyndall, in the um, next uh, set as well. So some interesting jazz there, and some very hot trumpet playing by Cicero Thomas. I mentioned Klein Tyndall. We're actually going to be hearing from him on the third set coming up. This set is going to be devoted in... May, in the main, to a piano player named Clarence Jones, Clarence M. Jones, who did piano solo recordings, some piano uh, roles, and uh, did some compositions as well. But he did a little bit of band recording, and we're going to hear those in the next set. We're actually going to start with a tune called The Gravel Pit Stomp, which was done uh, by the Harlem House Rent Stompers, done in Chicago, uh, despite the name, and features, if we believe the discographies, Henry McCord on trumpet, another hot trumpet player. We are going to hear Klein Tyndall on that one on piano, Ted Tinsley on guitar, and these were recorded for Brunswick, uh, as I said, in Chicago.
And the date for that is August 28th of 1929. Then we're going to go to Clarence M. Jones. We're going to hear a band recording. I believe he led bands at various theaters in Chicago at the time. This is from June 21st of 1926, recorded for OK. It was the only tune recorded that day, and it's called The Armbreaker, which I believe is a Clarence Jones tune. Uh, it sounds a little retro at this point, almost hearkening back to the ragtime era a little bit. In the band, we're going to hear Harry Johnson and Roy Wolfscale on trumpet. Art Jones or Art Hill on trombone. A uh, couple of reed players don't exactly know who they are, but um, one of them's named Dave, if we believe Brian Rust. Wright Smith is on violin. Elliot Washington on banjo. Archie Wald on tuba. And Frank Biggs on drums with Clarence M. Jones on piano. And it's titled Clarence M. Jones and His Wonder Orchestra. I believe there was a theater, the Wonder Theater. So then we're going to go on to a little bit more of a jazzy set from December of 1928, which was a remake of a session from the previous month for Paramount, where two tunes were recorded and they were not issued. We're going to hear three tunes done by Clarence Jones and his Sock Four. Clarence Jones on piano, Harry Johnson on uh, cornet, Ralph Brown on alto sax, Elliot Washington on banjo, and Frank Biggs on drums. Possibly Ralph Brown was one of the saxophone players in the earlier band uh, thing, although that was two years before, two and a half years before. The three tunes we're going to hear are I've Got It All, if that's any news to you, Mid the Pyramids, and Hold It Boy Blues, and the vocal is by Frank Biggs, the drummer. So those are our three tunes in this next set. The Gravel Pit Stomp, done by the Harlem House Rent Stompers, and then Clarence M. Jones and his Wonder Orchestra, the Arm Breaker, and Clarence Jones and his Sock Four. I've got it all, Mid the Pyramids, and Hold It Boy Blues. <laughs>
So there's some good, interesting, and uh, very little-known jazz from the Chicago South Side in the 1920s. We started out with the gravel pit stomp done by the Harlem House Rent Stompers. Henry McCord on trumpet. Good, another good hot trumpeter player you've never heard of from that period. Possibly Klein Tyndall on piano and Ted Tinsley on guitar. Ted Tinsley uh, did some, uh, did a really fine bluesy guitar solo at that point on that tune as well. Then we went to the Clarence M. Jones Wonder Orchestra. I don't believe there was a Wonder Theater. I said that earlier. I think it, they were actually at the Moulin Rouge Cafe in Chicago, where they had either replaced or were preceded or were followed by Jimmy Wade and his orchestra. Anyway, that was the Armbreaker, which was a tune by the leader, Clarence M. Jones, who had uh, been on the scene for quite a while. He was born in the late 1880s, and he was really a ragtime piano player, as you could tell from that performance. That song was sort of along the lines of a Zez Confrey type of piece with band backing. Good band, nonetheless. And then we heard Clarence Jones in his Sock 4, a little more jazzy, I guess, from November of 1928, or actually December, uh, for Paramount, replacing a couple of tunes that were rejected from November of 1928. We heard Harry Johnson on cornet. He obviously had some uh, familiarity with the more tender style, shall we say, of King Oliver with the mutes. That was a, a very reflective performance, both all three of them by him. Then uh, Ralph Brown on alto sax, good dance band saxophone player with some good jazz playing, Clarence M. Jones on piano. Elliot Washington on banjo, uh, although some sources say uh, his name was actually William Washington. I believe he recorded as Elliot Washington possibly the Tiny Parham and somebody else, and then Frank Biggs on drums and vocal. And the three tunes we heard were I've Got It All, if that's uh, any news to you, followed by Mid the Pyramids, and we finished up with the Hold It Boy Blues, all tunes composed by Clarence M. Jones. We're now going to move on to a band that I guess was a, a working band in Chicago at the time. The recording, four recordings we're going to hear next have a certain order to them, an organization that suggests at least rehearsal, if nothing else. These were done by either Nelson's Paramount Serenaders or D.C. Nelson's Paramount Serenaders. And again, the personnel is rather murky here. The cornet player is listed as Dave Nelson, Davidson C. Nelson, who uh, went to New York not too long after this. He was some relation by marriage to King Oliver and uh, did a number of sessions Dave Nelson did at any rate, with King Oliver in the late 1920s, even co-led the big band at some point. And we've done some of those recordings on podcasts in the past. But apparently he was in Chicago in May and August of 1927 and recorded these two sessions for Paramount. So in addition to Dave Nelson on cornet, we have Vance Dixon on clarinet and alto sax. Vance Dixon was a show musician who played with Sammy Stewart's band and some others as well. He was a very well thought of musician who uh, apparently Don Redmond knew in his earlier days. I think they both came from West Virginia, and Redmond tried to get Vance Dixon to come to New York to play with Fletcher Henderson's band uh, around the time, I guess, that Louis Armstrong did, but uh, he refused. He wanted to stay where he was, and so I believe they got Buster Bailey instead. Uh, Dixon was a very good player, very technical player, especially on saxophone. He sounds very much like Rudy Weedoft in a couple of places. We'll be hearing that. Where there is a trombone, on the second session at any rate, it will be the New Orleans player Albert Wynn. Then on piano, uh, Norman Ebron or Richard M. Jones. Not exactly sure who does what, but uh, some suggestions have been made. And that is apparently the band, uh, as far as we can tell at any rate. We're going to start with the Phillips Street Breakdown, followed by the Nelson Blues, which were both Dave Nelson uh, compositions. The first one apparently has Ebron on piano, and the second one, Richard M. Jones. Those were done in May of 1927 for Paramount. Then we're going to go on to the New Orleans uh, Breakdown, and then the Cuckoo Stomp, both also by Nelson, on, in August of 1927 for Paramount Records. Then we're going to finish up our um, uh, little tribute to Southside Jazz Chicago with the piano player I mentioned earlier, Klein Tyndall, who is an interesting if shadowy character in 1920s Chicago. He played with Sammy Stewart's band. He recorded quite a bit with Vance Dixon. Uh, some people reported that he was killed in an altercation that was racially motivated down in the South not too long after these dates of 1926 and 27, but other people have said that wasn't 
uh, Klein Tyndall, it was somebody else. And indeed, someone named Klein Tyndall shows up later in the 20s and in the 30s in Chicago playing with groups, so who knows? He did, however, do one recording session under his own name, Klein Tyndall, and it's spelled several different ways, T-I-N-D-A-L-L or T-I-N-D-U-L-L, but at any rate, this is Klein Tyndall's Paramount Serenaders. Recording for Paramount in June of 1926, two tunes we're going to finish up the show with. We're going to hear Down by the Amazon and So's Your Old Man. So is Your Old Man, which was sometimes called Old Man Blues, not to be confused with the Duke Ellington tune. And in this band, as near as we know, is Eugene Hutt on trumpet, uh, Mance Whaley on trombone, Worley, excuse me, Mance Worley, Vance Dickinson, Dixon again on alto sax, Klein Tyndall on piano, Dave Smallwood on drums, and an unknown vocalist from the band. So that's our set coming up. The Phillips Street Breakdown, Nelson Blues, New Orleans Breakdown, and Cuckoo Stomp, all done by Dave Nelson and either Nelson's Paramount Serenaders or DC Nelson's Paramount Serenaders, and then Klein Tyndall's Paramount Serenaders doing Down by the Amazon and So's Your Old Man. Thank you. 
that was two different sessions. Actually, three if you count them separately, the uh, Dave Nelson sessions. We started out with the Phillips Street Stop and Nelson Blues, done by Nelson's Paramount Serenaders. Dave Nelson on cornet, Vance Dixon on clarinet, J. Norman Abrun on piano on the first one, Richard M. Jones piano on the second one, May, 27, uh, May 1927 for Paramount. Then, apparently those sold well enough to have Paramount bring them back again with a slightly augmented personnel for August of 1927. We heard the New Orleans Breakdown and Cuckoo Stomp. Cuckoo Stomp had some elements of uh, King of the Zulus, uh, the Louis Armstrong tune, a very modal type of sounding tune there. Same band with uh, Albert Wynn, Al Wynn from New Orleans on trombone, and Vance Dixon on alto sax, and either Norman Ebron or uh, Richard M. Jones on piano. So very good performances there. Then we jumped over to Klein Tyndall's Paramount Serenaders, similar type of group from June of 1926. We heard Down by the Amazon, and So's Your Old Man. And these were done by Eugene Hutt on trumpet and uh, Vance Dixon on alto sax and some clarinet in there as well. Both of them were with the um, uh, Sammy Stewart Orchestra, which was a black orchestra that did more theatrical music, would be known as a Mickey Mouse band, I suppose, at this point. Uh, but some good jazz playing by them. Also by Klein Tyndall on piano, especially on that last one, So's Your Old Man. Showed him to be a very capable stride piano player. Dave Smallwood on drums, he apparently also did the vocals, and if we hear a trombone in there, it's by Mance Worley. So this has been our Southside Volume 1 uh, show, bringing some interesting music that doesn't get heard too often. Most of these musicians only recorded once or twice or three times and not with well-known bands, so their music hasn't been reissued over the years. But worthy of being heard, certainly. Some very good, highly competent playing by professional musicians in some of the black clubs and theaters and probably out in the sticks doing minstrel shows and maybe even circuses and tent shows at the time as well. You've been listening to... John Clark and the Jazz Focus. Thank you for joining us. If you'd like to support us, please do so. We'd love to have some more members of the family. Take a look at our social media page, which is my band name, the Wolverine Jazz Band, wolverinejazzband.net, and Wolverine Jazz Band on Facebook and Instagram. So thank you very much, and I'll see you on the other side. <laughs>